And welcome into a new episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Thanks so much for joining us here today. And joining us now here on the program as we take a look at the decision in Sackett versus EPA impacting the waters of the U.S. rule WOTUS. Joining us now, she is Chief Counsel, Government Affairs at the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. Mary Thomas Hart is with us, and we appreciate the time. Hope you're doing well today. Oh, happy to be on, Jesse, and, and always happy to talk WOTUS, especially today. Yes, especially today. Well, and now you've had a, a few days. Everyone throughout uh, agriculture's had a few days to kind of digest and take in this Supreme Court decision. I know you and I talked about this uh, about a month, a little over a month ago when I was in D.C., and we were waiting on this decision and waiting, and now we have it. And the Supreme Court ruling in favor of Sackett's against EPA and uh, now that you've had a couple days to kind of digest this, Mary Thomas, uh, what's your reaction as you look at their decision here and regarding the WOTUS rule? How, how, what's your reaction to the news? So my initial reaction, and, and I think a lot of people's takeaway from this case and this opinion last Thursday was a, a huge exhale and a huge sigh of relief. Um, it feels like for years we've been battling back and forth from administration to administration um, for a regulatory definition of WOTUS that makes sense for landowners and also kind of falls within the confines of the Clean Water Act. Um, and after those, I would say, you know, years or decades of struggle, um, we, I think, got a lot of clarity and, and went a long way toward getting some final resolution on this issue. So a unanimous decision from the Supreme Court last Thursday in the Sackett versus EPA case, finding for the Sackett family, and additionally, unanimously finding that the significant nexus test or, you know, the standard that these administrations have been using to define which waters qualify as WOTUS, um, a unanimous finding that that test is a violation of the Clean Water Act and also violates our 14th Amendment due process rights. Well, and, and thinking about this unanimous decision, now we turn our attention to moving forward. That's what I really want to talk with you about here today, Mary Thomas, is you know, what are the next steps? How do we move forward? How does this impact the Biden rule? What is EPA presumably going to have to do to comply with the Supreme Court decision? So as you've had a chance to look at this with NCBA, what are kind of the next steps? What should we be paying attention to now as we move forward? Great question. Um, so in addition to that unanimous finding for the Sackett family and unanimous holding um, or unanimous holding that the significant nexus test is illegal, a majority of the court uh, kind of gave us a new standard for what waters can be qualified as WOTUS. And so that standard is relatively permanent or flowing bodies of water and wetlands with a continuous surface connection to those features. So with that new test in mind, EPA has a job ahead of it, right? EPA now gets to define WOTUS within this new context. And, and it's going to be a much narrower uh, 
category of waters that that can be considered WOTUS, but EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers still has to go through that rulemaking process. Obviously, the first step uh, for us and for landowners across the country is pulling back the Biden administration's definition that was finalized earlier this year. Now, we'll see if the Biden administration does that on their own or if we have to ask a court to do it for them. Um, But hopefully that will happen soon and then we can move into the next phase of redefining WOTUS within the confines of this Supreme Court, this new Supreme Court test. Now, as they work on that redefinition, I know we're already hearing a little bit of chatter from some folks in Congress, notably Iowa Republican Senator Chuck Grassley. He's a little fearful that EPA could try to find some wiggle room in this SCOTUS decision on waters of the U.S. And we may not be able to go too deep down that road, but just is that something you worry about with this EPA and and the Biden administration that they may try to find some sort of loophole kind of thing here in the SCOTUS decision possibly? You know, I want to give Justice Alito a lot of credit. So Justice Alito wrote the majority opinion for the court and I think put a lot of qualifiers around what could be considered relatively permanent or what could be considered a continuous surface connection. So when we look at that opinion, Um, It seems pretty obvious to me, at least, that isolated wetlands and isolated water features um, are are not going to be considered jurisdictional by EPA, um, nor will ephemeral features that only carry water after a a rain or snow event. Um, So that's two. Those are two huge wins for us. Now, when we get into talking about uh, features that flow intermittently or or seasonally, maybe a few months out of the year. I think that's going to be the biggest question for us going forward. Um, but we look forward to having that conversation with EPA. Now, if at any point Congress, uh, becomes interested in, in getting serious about defining WOTUS, that's also a conversation that we're happy to have, but you know, it's, it's definitely tough to get any piece of legislation through Congress right now, but especially a definition for WOTUS. Well, still a few things in front of us that obviously, as you mentioned, we're going to be keeping our eyes on. We'll be watching between Congress and and getting this WOTUS definition redefined by the EPA, the Biden administration. Mary Thomas, before I let you go, anything else we haven't mentioned about this WOTUS decision from the Supreme Court? Anything else that uh, farmers and ranchers need to keep in mind? I think, you know, going forward, definitely, you know, have a conversation with someone local before you start a new project. But the the limits of EPA's ability to enforce against, you know, uh, violations of the Clean Water Act related to the WOTUS definition um, are going to be much more narrow. So um, hopefully your listeners and, and landowners across the country feel a little more freedom to, to use and manage their land effectively. Well, she is Chief Counsel, Government Affairs at the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. Mary Thomas Hart, thanks for joining us today to discuss the Supreme Court WOTUS decision. We appreciate the time. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks for having me on. And once again, always great to get insight from Mary Thomas Hart with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. And again, the Supreme Court ruling unanimously 9-0 to that the EPA went too far with its enforcement of the Clean Water Act in the Sackett versus EPA case, limiting the scope of the Clean Water Act. And now we'll be watching to see how this clarity 
for farmers and ranchers uh, will be enacted? What will the Biden administration and the EPA do to redefine their 2023 WOTUS rule to be compliant here with the Supreme Court decision? That's going to be the biggest thing we're watching moving forward. Travis Cushman with the American Farm Bureau Federation, their deputy general counsel, said, quote, as it's something that the interpretation the Supreme Court adopted was the same one that we've been advocating for. Basically, it means that farms and ranches should now be able to have much greater clarity on where jurisdiction begins and ends, quote, unquote. That's going to do it for American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you and yours a great rest of your day.